Welcome to the Time Management Podcast with me, your host, Abigail Barnes. I'm a productivity coach, global speaker, time management author, and award-winning entrepreneur on a mission to share the 888 formula with the world and to remind you that it's your time. Leave it to me to bring you new time management tips, tricks, tools, and strategies to introduce you to guests, research, and case studies from around the world, and to give you a simple five-step process you can follow to up-level your productivity, achieve your goals, and create a life that exceeds your wildest dreams. I'm so excited that you're here, so let's get started. Oh my goodness, my friend. This is a sentence I use a lot. I have realized it is my catch phrase. Don't fear, I'm not going to use it every single week, but I just had to start our first episode with the catch phrase. Because if you had any idea what it's taken to get here, you would also be using the same catchphrase. So let me enlighten you. Today, we're talking about the procrastination perfection loop. And I am going to use myself as the case study for this episode you are going to experience on all of the episodes in this podcast something that is scaring me and pushing me to the edge of my limit, but it is time. It's my time. It's your time. It's our time to be real, to be raw, to go to places that we have never gone to before. So I promise you that on this podcast, I will be sharing my truth, my journey, my experience. I will also be bringing on guests who I have met, who I have known for a long time, for a short time, who I am inspired and motivated by to share their truths, their journeys. It is my entire intention that you will come away from every episode from this podcast, whether you are dipping in, dipping out listening week on, week out with the idea that anything is possible with the perspective that what you have been told isn't necessarily the highest truth. It was just what the people around you at the time knew. And you will come away from this with possibilities, with the ability to see that you can achieve the goals, the dreams, the hopes, the aspirations that I know are deep, deep, deep inside you. So I can hardly even believe that I am having this conversation with you here today, but there we go. Let me frame this around three things and then share with you the journey to getting here. So the first is procrastination. Where does it actually come from? Then we're going to look at procrastination, how it's actually helping us. And then third, we're going to talk about procrastination, how it's limiting us. Then finally, I'm going to wrap it up with a bow of how we can use these lessons that we have learned today to move forward in our careers, in our businesses, in our lives, because my friend, it's your time. It's my time. It's our time. 
that clock of life is ticking. We have no time to waste. So procrastination, perfection, this loop, where does it come from? Well, we're certainly not born with it. We're certainly not born feeling self-conscious that we can't walk, that we can't wipe ourselves, that we can't dress ourselves. We are super happy and comfortable to allow other people to do this for us until we get to a certain age where something in us triggers the fact that we are rewarded for performing for others. Our achievements get praise from our caregivers, from our teachers, from our religious organizations, from people around us, people in the street, parents, friends, caregivers. We are praised for our performance. And suddenly something clicks and we create the belief that if I do it like this, I get this. If I do it like that, I don't get that. Therefore, the neurons in our brain fire and wire together. They create a link and that link becomes a loop and that loop becomes our life. I am quoting work that I have studied from one of my most amazing friends who I will have on the podcast as a guest, Dr. Linda Shaw. She has this incredible program the Neuroscience Professional Development Program that I did in 2020 to better understand neuroscience and what was going on in my brain. You will find out why later. But for now, let's just continue the conversation where we're at. We've got so many things to talk about, my friend, but you know, one step at a time, one piece of the puzzle. We are going to piece this puzzle together during the time that we have over the weeks and months, however long this podcasting project lasts for. Let's see. So it comes from the rewards that we get for performing. So therefore, if we don't perform well, if it's not perfect, quote unquote, then we are worried about doing it. So then we start to procrastinate. So procrastination is the result of either not knowing what to do, not knowing how to do it, not having the motivation. So we don't really know why we're doing it. And because of all of those things, we flip this loop of, well, it's got to be perfect. So because I don't know how to do it, I don't know why I'm doing it, don't know what I'm going to get from doing it, I'm just not going to do it. And then we leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. And it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. So the story I'm going to tell you now is I, like you, living my life, 2020 happens. So in 2020, I run a business called Success by Design Training. I do speaking. I've written books. Time Management for Entrepreneurs and Professionals is the most recent book that I've written. We've also got a companion workbook by the same title that goes with that. This book is being read in 19 countries around the world. I've been running this business for over 10 years. The business grinds to a halt in the same way that all businesses ground to a halt in March 2020, when the world just stopped and didn't know how to respond to the coronavirus pandemic that was just sweeping the world. So in 2020, I didn't know what to do. And I took a shower and it came to me in the shower. And I don't know if you resonate with this, but I get lots of ideas in the shower. I'm not going to call them great ideas because some of the shower ideas haven't been the best, but I get thoughts 
come through to me in the shower. There is a spiritual and a scientific reason for why this happens, but that is a conversation for another day. Anyway, I get this thought in the shower that I should create my own show. I should put on my own performance, build my own stage. Because as a speaker, I speak on other people's stages. Sometimes in the past, I've done my own events, but mostly I will now speak at other people's events as a paid speaker. So the world stops and I have to figure out what to do. So I started the Productive Wellbeing Show. I just had this idea. I'm going to have this show. I'm going to bring on people that I know. I'm going to interview them and I'm going to get them experts to share their top tips with us for what to do, for how to navigate these uncertain times. So what started as a shower thought became a hundred episodes in 2020 that were delivered and live streamed to LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube. I had 73 guests on the show. So some of the episodes were just you and me. Some of the episodes were guests. I also had and hosted and facilitated 10 panel shows. So that was, again, people within my network coming on, talking about whatever the area of expertise was, whatever the conversation was. And it was mostly around how to remain productive, how to avoid burnout, how to use well-being tips, tools, and techniques to keep going, to thrive rather than survive in a time of uncertainty. We also had a 12 Days of Christmas series where I brought on individual guests day by day by day, and we did things to celebrate the holiday of Christmas. So this was over 55 hours of conversations that has now been viewed 100,000 times across social media platforms. And that was an achievement. But I'm telling you the story about the procrastination perfection loop because I didn't believe that was good enough. I couldn't turn that content into a podcast. As in, I couldn't take the audio and put the audio online and or find somebody else to do it for me. It's not a complex process to turn video into audio content. You can find videos on YouTube in how to do this, how to start your podcast. But I didn't feel the content was good enough. I didn't feel I was good enough. And I just couldn't. Despite the fact that people had listened to it, loved it, commented on it, shared it, And incredible people had come on the show. Incredible people. These 73 guests, the best of the best. Fast forward to 2021. I decide, right, that's it. 100 episodes I did last year. I'm going to do this. So I start the It's Your Time show with the intention of turning this into a podcast. We delivered 15 episodes, again, bringing on amazing guests, again, having amazing conversations. But I still didn't feel like it was good enough. I still couldn't bring myself to release this content. Fast forward, we are now in 2023 at the time of recording. This is the Time Management Podcast. This is it. Whether I am ready or not ready, whether this is good enough or not good enough, this is being published. This content is going out there. And so I am sharing this story to impress upon you that it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what other people 
think, whether they think what you're doing is good, whether they think what you're doing is not good. It is the internal loop that you are running, the internal voice that you are allowing to control your life and your reality that will dictate the life and reality that you have. I have many friends, peers who have their own podcasts. It's not hard to do it, but you have to overcome the procrastination, the I don't know how to do it, I don't know what to do, the motivation, et cetera, et cetera. You have to fall in love with the motivation in order to overcome and to break the pattern. Awareness to a habit pattern is your first key to change. Your second key to change is to take an action even though. And so the next part of this story is from a conversation I had with somebody about something I was ideating in my own head. There is this phrase, you have to practice in private what you perform in public. Practice in private what you perform in public. And that's not to say that practice isn't necessary. If you are learning an instrument, if you are performing a dance routine, if you are an actor, an actress, whoever, there will be stages and phases. If you're a doctor, if you're a dentist, where it is advisable to practice in private. However, there comes a time when we all have to take where we're at and we have to practice in public in order to become better. I don't want to use the word perfect because there isn't a perfect. There just simply is the process of evolution. So we're practicing to evolve our craft, our skill, our ability, because there will always be somebody who won't like, won't resonate with where you're at. So I have started doing yoga in the last few months. If you follow me on social media, you will see every single day I say hi on my way to yoga. I am documenting to keep accountable to myself, to also keep accountable to you. They call yoga a practice. So they say, well done for turning up for your yoga practice today. Congratulate yourself for practicing today. They don't say yoga class. They say, welcome to the yoga practice, because you will never be the finished article. And so when we get that life is a journey and we are all on this journey and that the metric that in the past was measuring us, so other people's opinions of us, what was good, what was bad, and when we learn to self-regulate, to self-approve, then everything starts to change. I was saying, I'm going to talk to you about it in three parts. Part two is how is it helping us? It's helping us to evolve. It's helping us to question. It's helping us to understand what more we need to learn because none of us are the finished articles. We are all the product of the education that we've had, the people that we've surrounded ourselves with, the things that we have learned. What I know isn't the same as what you know, because I have taken a different journey to you. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just the journey. And it's not even one person's journey is more privileged than another person's journey. Every person's journey is different, 
when we understand and take a step back from, but you've got this and I haven't got that, and we literally see who we are today is the result of the journey we have been on. And my father was reminding me yesterday about the journey that I've actually been on and how I have overcome so many different things in my life. And again, we're going to be on a long journey together. You don't need to hear all of the stories right now, but for the reference of this conversation today, when I was 18, I had a scoliosis operation. So when I was 17, a doctor came to visit my mum to talk about a back problem that she had. I happened to mention to the doctor that I had a rib that stuck out that I felt was unusual. The doctor referred me to a specialist. The specialist x-rayed me. The x-ray came back to show that I had severe scoliosis. So I had a spine curve that was the shape of an S, which meant I had two curves in my spine at the top and the bottom. Some people have the bottom curve. Some people have the top curve. It's unusual to have two. So dramatic. So the option was an operation with the possibility of disability. At the age of 17, I was asked to make a decision. Did I want to have the operation or did I want to take the chance? Something might happen in the future. They didn't quite know what, but it was up to me. Or did I want to have the operation, take the risk of lifelong disability and have titanium rods screwed into my spine? So I have about £25,000, probably worth more now with the price of titanium, screwed into my spine to keep it straight. Remember I said I go to yoga every single day. I move my body because movement is a privilege. I move my body to keep my body moving. I move my body because we live in physical bodies, in vessels. We live, if you like, in a higher car that's given to us at the start of our lives for the entirety of our lives that we can't take back and ask for a refund on. We can't take back an upgrade. We can't take back and exchange for another vehicle. The vehicle that we each live in, that we are feeding what we are feeding, that we are moving how we are moving it, that we are resting it how we are resting it, that we are looking after it, how we are looking after it, this vehicle is to last us a lifetime. And so in those moments when I had to make that decision, my father reminded me that I personally overcame that. All of my friends had gone off to university. My diagnosis affected my A-level results. I didn't get the best A-level results. Now, let's not mistake the scoliosis was the consequence of the results. I would describe myself as somebody who is very quick with things, but I'm not intellectual. I'm intelligent, but I'm not intellectual. So I was never going to get straight A's at A-levels. But having to make the decision at the age of 17 of, should I have potentially disabilitating operation to avoid potential disabilitation in the future or not, meant that I didn't really have the brain capacity to cope with the A-levels that I was doing at the time, which were economics and English business studies. And this was an opportunity for me to look back with this conversation with my father to see how I had overcome that. And so sometimes 
this procrastination, this perfection, it's helping us because it's helping us to identify who we are, what we can do and how we can overcome it and to assess and to get proof. And it's helping us, it's helping to keep us safe. It's helping to stop us from doing something that we don't necessarily want to do, need to do, isn't right to do. It's giving us a moment to have a thought. And so the third point in the procrastination perfection loop, how it's limiting us, it is stopping us from becoming who we came here to be. The stories that we're telling ourselves about how it needs to be perfect, it needs to be good audio, it needs to be good lighting, I need to know exactly what I'm going to say, I need to have scripted this because if I haven't, what if I say the wrong thing? What if people don't like it? What if people don't download it? What if people get angry with something that I say? What if, what if, what if, what if? Those limits have stopped me from putting content out since 2020, probably longer because I have been filming things, live streaming things on my YouTube channel. You'll be able to go back and see. I've been running my business, as I said, for 10 years now. So I've been producing content for at least six or seven of those years. Had a huge Instagram account, lost that Instagram account, spammers, and there was a lot of content on there as well, documenting the journey. But it limits us and it's just a story we're telling ourselves. Now, this comes from the work of Brene Brown, where she uses this incredible sentence that I'm going to invite you to use on yourself. And if you resonate with it, go and check out her work. She encourages us to look at the story we're telling ourselves. So the story I told myself, my content needed to be better, better compared to whose. I wasn't allowed to practice in public because it needed to be perfect. So I needed my first podcast episode to be perfect. And so because I couldn't trust that I was perfect, I should just bring guests on and interview them. So here's another fun story in this process of bringing this podcast to you. I wanted to pre-record some of the episodes so that I could fit them in and around a busy Q4 that's coming up. So I lined up people who I know and respect within my network to come on the show. And I sent them out an invite and I sent them out a form to fill in with just their takeaways of time, their thoughts on time, their perspective on time, so that we could then have an informed but informal conversation. Because I am bringing on people that I know, people who I have respect for, people who I've worked with, people who have been on shows with me before I've had conversations with and I've known for years and or I've met and got to know very, very quickly. So on the day I am due to record, I have two episodes in the diary. I check my phone and one of them has cancelled. Something's come up, I can't make it. My first response was no worries. Because that's always my first response to anything. I understand the universe has got my back and that everything is working out in my favour. There is a reason for this. 
I don't yet know what the reason is, but there is a reason for this. My second response was anger because I'm human and that's what I felt. Anger that I had put time in, that I had identified this person, that if I say integrity, I am going to do something, I do it. My third response, because this is how responses go it's emotion, 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 emotion. My third response, something must have come up for them. They're so busy in what they're doing because the people that I am bringing on the show are elite in their areas, if you like. They are people who are doing big things and making big moves. So they are busy. So for me to bring them onto the show is an ask. They are saying yes because of our relationship. So this person must have something busy going on. So that's my third response. Then my fourth response was, okay, what's this about? What am I supposed to be doing? How am I supposed to be doing this? Is there something that I am not hearing? Do you want me to do solo episodes? And the response came back, yes. And I immediately jumped to, but I'm not ready yet. I'd need to script it. What would I talk about? How am I consistently going to talk about things? Can't I just do what I've done before and bring people on and ask them? No. So then in the week of recording the episodes, funny little things have happened where perhaps people's Wi-Fi hasn't been able to work. Perhaps they've been unwell, so it's had to move to other days. And so every single day, because of the journey that I've been on since my wake-up call in 2012, I've started to understand that there are powers greater than us that are guiding us, that are supporting us, that are with us on this life experience journey. Now, whatever you call it, God, angel, universe, Allah, Muhammad, whatever you believe in, I believe all paths lead to one creator. So sometimes I call it the creator, sometimes I call it God, sometimes I call it the universe. But in my near-death experience in February 2012, I was shown that there was one creator, person, God running the show with a team and that we all came in one way and we were all going out the same way. And the message that they gave me was it doesn't really matter to us what path you follow in your life. What matters to us is that you evolve and become who you came here to be in this life, in this lifetime. And you have the life experience. So taking this conversation forward and wrapping up this first podcast episode with just you and me, where I can literally feel my heart beating <laughs> and a part of my mind saying over and over, what are you going to say next? What are you going to say next? What are you going to say next? And another part of my mind saying, don't worry about it. She's got it. Moving the conversation forward, everything that's happening for us in life is part of the journey. It's happening to us to help us to become who we came here to be. Now, some of the things that have happened to us, I'm not saying they're right. Some of the things that have happened to us haven't been comfortable. Some of the things that have happened to us have been 
scary beyond belief. My wake-up call in 2012 was a near-death experience. At the age of 32, on a work business trip, I had a stroke. I found myself in hospital being woken up by a doctor and being told that I wouldn't be going to work, I would be going to intensive care, where they would assess and identify why a healthy 32-year-old had almost died. So believe me, when every conversation we will have on this podcast, I am coming from a place of, I understand. I don't understand what you specifically have gone through. I don't understand what people within your circle have gone through. But I understand that some of the things that have happened to us, that have happened for us, in the moments when they happened, and in the years after sometimes, don't seem like that until one day they do. So it's 11 years this year since my near-death experience, since my stroke, since I had the second chance to be able to be here to share with you the message that they gave me at the time, that it's your time. It's my time. It's our time. There has never been a better time. We will never be perfect. Procrastination will always be available, but our dreams, the clock is ticking on them. Our lives, our hopes, our aspirations, our opportunities to try and try again are there for us. And to put a bow on the conversation earlier about the scoliosis, the operation, the A-levels that didn't go to plan, I negotiated to get into university. I phoned them up and I promised them that if they believed in me, I would get a 2-1. I would come to that university, I would be an active member of that university and I would leave with a 2-1. I was an active member of that university. I ran multiple clubs there. I played basketball there. I was involved in the business clubs. I was involved in all sorts of different clubs. I got my 2-1 and I had the best time ever. Was I the most academic student? No, but I didn't go to that university for academia. I went for education. I went to evolve myself. I went to get in the water of life and to learn how to swim as one of my mentors taught me and is coming on the show. And I can't wait for you to meet them and to learn from them about their perspective of time and time management. So my friends, without further ado, I am so grateful that you have tuned into this episode, that we have had this opportunity, that I have shared some truths with you, some stories with you. As I said, tune in every week. This conversation is going to evolve. If you have any questions, reach out to me on social media, and I cannot wait to see you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you loved what you heard, be sure to let me know by leaving a review so I can keep the good stuff coming. Come and say hi on Instagram at successbydesigntraining or visit my website successbydesigntraining.com or connect with me on LinkedIn. Just search Abigail Barnes. 
Until next time, don't forget, you are amazing and it's your time. <laughs>